podcast it's your girl Brittany and I'm Mary um and oh heads up we're a hot mess oh, yeah. I forgot. we always forget Don't to tell you judge that us. I've listened to previous podcast <laughs> oh so you've noticed of ours <laughs> so you've noticed she said oh I know you don't have oh, to tell me oh I know me. I know <laughs> I've heard no it's a what beautiful you put mess. out there it's a beautiful mess it's a lot of fun <laughs> thank you okay okay let's run it back but let's run it back Hey guys, welcome back to Seriously Podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Mary. Um, today we are finishing up our keloid recap. And it's a very special episode because we have the creator, Huria Muhammad, with us today. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Woo, woo, woo. Oh. And um Abba Woodruff, who plays Mariel. Hello. <laughs> hey y'all. Really, really happy to be here. Thanks for having us, ladies. Thanks Thank for, coming for coming in. Oh my god, yes. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> okay, so You've heard the episodes before, you yes, said. So yes. first question is, what was the very first web series you ever watched? I really believe that it's similar to what uh, others say, that it was Awkward Black Girl. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I remember, you know, people sending it to me like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? This is so good. And then I just sat there and it was so funny. It was so genuine. It was so authentic. And I think that to start, you know, I'm sure there were people before Issa Rae doing it, but for that to be the entry point that a lot of us recognize, I think it was a dope show. Yeah. Great choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, oh my God. She's like me? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's taking me a minute because I, I really uh, didn't start watching any uh, web series. I had heard about... Uh, it's a raise a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I watched a couple of hers, but I just kept hearing um, kind of bad reviews that really? there weren't really good web series out. Okay. I guess I guess that's it. And there were so many. I guess it was kind of hard uh, to find good reviews on yeah. on good content mm-hmm. in, in web series format. So okay, gotcha, gotcha. There's a lot out there though, yeah, yeah. and a lot are really good now. So yes, <laughs> I know they are. Uh, some of them are really fantastic. Yeah, they yeah. really are. I could just sit there and binge forever mm-hmm. on yeah. a lot of the shows that are out now. Mm-hmm. So tell us how you got um, started in film and why you chose this creative path. Honestly, I always wanted to write the great American novel, but I never was disciplined enough to write a novel. Mm -hmm. I would get like maybe 100 pages in and I would lose interest in the characters. Mm -hmm. And then I would start with a new story with new characters. And one day I was sitting down and I God bless uh, Mara Brockakill. She created the show Girlfriends because I was watching Girlfriends and I was like, somebody's writing this. I could write this. <laughs> and then I started writing scripts and they were really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to quit my job and move to LA because that's where they make television yeah. and that's where they make films and I'm going to become a screenwriter. So I drove myself west. It took me five days. I would, you know, spend the night in hotels and get up and drive. I had my teddy bear, my plant in the front seat next to me, keeping me company, <laughs> rocking Jay-Z's The Black Album. I didn't know anything about <laughs> making television or making films. I didn't know anything anybody in LA I didn't know where I was gonna live Mm -hmm. I didn't know where I was gonna work 
But oh, I knew goodness. that's where I needed to be. And so I just took a leap of faith and it, it really paid off and it launched my career as a producer. And uh, and the rest is kind of like history. Oh, wow. That was a long answer to that question. <laughs> no, no. you're good, you're good. How long did you stay in L.A.? Uh, about five years. Okay. I stayed right up until the market crash, mm -hmm. and no one was invested in independent projects at that time. Nobody was investing in any kind of films. There was no really any shows coming out. Everybody was like, invest in a film? Don't you know the world is coming to an end? I'm hiding my money under my mattress. What's wrong with you? And so um, I decided to move back to New York, and I've been here ever since, just building my network, um, making dope projects, and being closer to my family, which I really really enjoy yeah Sasa, um so what inspired you to create keloid like why did you want to create a sci-fi web series what is it about this genre that you like or love well you know we really created uh keloid because we wanted content for the network for the black tv and film collective that's our nonprofit organization mm -hmm. and we wanted content for the network and we knew we wanted some sci-fi on there but there were no scripts that were like ready to go when we were ready to start producing. So I was like, oh, screw it. I'll just sit down and I'll write something. And I had no idea, you know, that Keloid was going to come from that. I just started with an idea, you know, what would happen if my family had superpowers? Mm -hmm. And I fashioned it off of my mother and my little brother and their relationship that they had. Because, like, a teenage boy, when you try to tell him things, you can tell him the sky is blue and he will argue you down and say, no, no. You know, I read on the internet that it's not actually blue, it's purple because, but right. the way that our eye sees it and da 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 da. So that's the kind of relationship that my parents had. And I just, uh, that my mom and my little brother had, they were always like, you know, butting heads. And so I imagine what would happen if they had superpowers, you know? Oh, wow. Um, so what is it about this project that made you want to be involved? Um, what was the audition process, process like and like, how did you get this role? Um, well, to be honest, uh, Haria made me want to be involved. I mean, I met her um, through uh, some classes that we took, and I actually worked with her on um, uh, not a table reading, but kind of uh, putting some of her work up on its legs. Just as a director, she was kind of uh, working with me and another wonderful actor. And so when she reached out and told me, um, about this concept that she had written. It was exciting, and I just knew in any shape or form, if she called on me, I wanted to be a part. So, okay. um, and then we did, what, a table read, didn't we? Yeah. The next thing we did was a table read. Uh -huh. um, and after that, I read with uh, some of the, what was it? It was David. all of um, the key, some of the gentlemen casting, uh, being cast for Keloid, mm -hmm. as well as um, the detective. Blake. Blake. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And great job on the series. We love yes. you as a mom. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did such a great job, didn't you? <laughs> such a great job made me angry at yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> very angry. So then mad was, at you. Then I was probably doing my job. <laughs> um, so are you a sci-fi fan? Like, what are some of your favorite movies? Do you have any? Oh, my goodness. Um, to be honest, I was uh, a sci-fi fan more in books. Octavia Butler was mm -hmm. the, the uh, first 
one of the first writers that really kind of drew me in, uh, kind of spoke to me. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I am. Okay. I am. I'm a, yeah. I'm a bit of that nerd girl. <laughs> <laughs> so on Keloid, the special effects are amazing. Oh, thank amazing. you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank how'd, you. How'd you go about finding your team and how was that process like creating those effects? You know, a visual effects supervisor was one of the first things that I knew we needed. And so I knew we couldn't really afford anybody good. So, of course, what did I do? I looked up the 10 best visual effects supervisors or I did a Google search for the top 10 visual effects supervisors on LinkedIn. And I just went down the list, contacting every last one of them, explaining to them the project, you know, our organization and asking them what we work, what they work with us. Mm -hmm. And one visual effects supervisor responded and he was like this sounds like a really interesting um, organization it sounds like a really interesting project I'm definitely in and so we met we we took several meetings together and he kind of helped us to think through how to actually shoot things mm-hmm. on set in such a way that it wouldn't be so uh, intensive on the post-production team in terms of creating the effects because a lot of stuff you can do in camera a yeah. lot of the tricks you can actually achieve on set you don't have to you know do any kind of special you know editing effects and all that kind of stuff but he didn't actually wind up continuing the project with us and so but he gave us a really good foundation to get us started in terms of thinking about how to approach it and then after we had it all shot I did the same thing all over again okay and I just reached out to to some of the top visual effects supervisors in New York City and a really really amazing individual Bashir Hamid mm-hmm. he we met he loved the project he took a look at the footage he was like you guys did a really really good job and he was like did you guys have somebody on set that was doing visual effects on set and I was like no mm-hmm. he was like you guys did it really great I'm gonna help wow. you with this and wow. so he came on board and he brought um our compositor Irene Park on board because she wanted to learn a special program called smoke and we used that program to create the visual effects so he basically tutored her and used our project to teach her how to do how to how to use smoke, which was the program that created a lot of that. Oh wow, teamwork makes the dream work. It sure, it sure does. does. <laughs> it sure does. That's so awesome. It sure does. We had a dynamite team. We yeah. had a dynamite team. You know, like I, when I look at Keloy, and I I really really love it. And when I look at it, I know that the reason that it came out so well is because of all of the individuals who were involved who really just said, hey, this is really amazing and I want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And without all of those folks, no way could we have achieved what we did with such, you know, small resources. Yeah, that's awesome. <sighs> OK, so Teamwork makes the dream work. It yes. sure does. <laughs> So, Keloid and his mom have crazy powers. Oh my God! They if do. you could, uh, if you could have any of their powers, which which would it be? Uh-huh. Oh, you gotta make me choose. Um, <laughs> I like what were we calling I it? Said, Not the morphing, where you the teleportation. The teleportation. Okay. I, I have yeah. to say the teleportation. That's I know you could have jumped here today. Right? Yeah, <laughs> been here. Exactly. No more MTA fare. Uh-uh. No. That, how much is that car how now? A hundred. Oh, for the the monthly. It's like, like one thirty something. Come on now. Uh, too much. Uh-huh. Too much. Train, Shoot, no more down. train. No more flights. Okay. Nothing. Why are you playing? <laughs> I'm going to Bahamas today. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely teleportation for me because I'm always late. I hate being late. I hate it, but I don't understand why it is that yeah. I run late a lot. Because no, I'm always me. like 
I can do this one. Yeah, you tell yourself, yeah. oh, I'm going to make it. I, got, I only need like 10 more minutes. Right, that's it. And it, the next thing you know, it's 20 minutes yeah, later. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And just even when you're ready, the point when you're really ready to get in out of the house, that is like a whole 30 minutes in and of itself. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, I'm ready to go now. And then you look at the clock, oh, it's not so bad. And then when you actually get out of the house, it's 30 minutes later. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how that happens. It's like, how did I get here? And you're like running. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, I don't understand how that happens. <laughs> Telekinesis, I think, was really cool um, because I'm kind of lazy. So Ooh. if I don't have to get up and I can move things around. Talk about it. You know, <laughs> I would definitely want that, you know. But mm-hmm. I like telepathy, too, because I like yeah. to, you know, I'm going to say something bad. It sounds bad, but I like to talk about what I see, mm-hmm. you know. So if I could talk, have private conversations and talk about, oh, did you see that? Right. And, you know, and nobody hear what I'm saying. I think that would be really cool, too. Yes, that is cool. So, like we said, you know, we really love Marielle. So how would you describe her in one word and why? Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because of the life that she's lived, she mm-hmm. knows she has to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I would have picked tough too. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the word that came to my yeah. mind when you yeah. said it. We said it at the same time. Yeah, that's I like, said it in my head. You said yeah, it. Y'all was talking to each other. Yeah, that's uh-huh. that was, uh-huh. <laughs> we didn't want to let it spill, but uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> and finally, what are some words of advice you can give to up and coming actors and filmmakers? Learn how to produce. Mm. I say that without hesitation, because. If you know how to produce, a producer is the person who really understands the pieces that need to go into the puzzle, need, that understands how to, the order that those pieces need to be in the puzzle, you know, um, and really just how to make the whole thing work. Right. And so regardless of whether you're an actor, if you're a writer, if you're a director, if you know how to produce, then you will always work because you can always create your own work. And not only can you create your own work, but you can create opportunities and work for other people. Mm-hmm. That's why when people talk about diversity and inclusion in television and film, and they talk about it from the aspect of writers, and they talk about it from the aspect of directors, to me, it's just I don't want to say it's this genuine, but to me, it's not attacking the problem because you have to attack it from the role of the producers. The producers are the gatekeepers. They're the ones who are deciding who to hire, who mm. to fire, whether we're going to shoot in Boston or whether we're going to shoot in Brooklyn, you know, which vendors we're going to bring on. So the producers really are the gatekeepers. So yeah. if you really want to impact diversity and inclusion, you got to impact it from the role of the producer. Mm-hmm. And if you want to always work then teach yourself how to fish, Yeah, you know, and you'll always work. So that's my advice. Learn how to produce. Yeah. Gems, gems, guys. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what words of advice would you give to up and coming actors? Oh my goodness. Love what you do. Have fun in the process and just be open to learning constantly. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Sounds like I wrote it down. Yes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, right off the zone. See from the heart. That's yes. stuff from the heart. Yes. <laughs> so Abba, thank you so much for joining us. I know you have to leave, but can you please tell us where our listeners can follow you and any upcoming projects that you have? Okay. So I'm kind of bad, and I, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm. I'm not the social media person the way that I should be, uh, but I've recently been taking like some classes and stuff. It shouldn't be that difficult, but mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who just, I'm like, Facebook, why? Yeah. I'm on it, but I'm never on it. Okay. So um, Facebook, I really just started upping my Instagram game, meaning I didn't have one before. <laughs> and so Instagram and Facebook uh, okay. would be the best ways. At... 
oh my god you're gonna get me to lie now because i don't even remember instagram that's how is <laughs> <laughs> see, see how sad this is uh-huh. <laughs> Muriel doesn't need instagram <laughs> it's abba.w okay so a-b-a dot w see this is why <laughs> right. i wanted uh-huh. to be a part but of what she's doing but i have to but i have to tell y'all she has zero posts okay up there. we're gonna get it up and going we're gonna, we're get, gonna it get it, it up going. it's, it's uh-huh. gonna be but she's been tagged in a lot okay. of posts so <laughs> if you go to photos of abba.w you'll see a lot of photos okay oh my goodness and haria was having to tell me she was like oh you've been you know, so much, you're getting so much love. And I'm like, where? <laughs> I didn't get any flowers. What are you talking about? I'm not getting any fan mail. These are just bills I'm seeing in my please. mailbox. Exactly. Um, can you go on Facebook, please? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you thank, so much, Alba. Thank, thank you, ladies. Thank you thank very you. much. You. All right, so now we're going to get to episodes six and seven of keloid so keep it locked so episode six starts off um keloid he got omar in the ultimate headlock and these two girls are like trying to stop him yeah but then we flash back to the conversation he's having with his mom. You know, she just told him that she's going to be sleep. She's going to sleep pretty soon. And, yeah. you know, he can't wake her up. Like, she's going into hibernation mm-hmm. any minute now. Any minute now. Countdown but begins. She looks so tired. And mm-hmm. Keloy is so stressed. And confused. <laughs> and confused. Poor baby. <laughs> he got a lot on his plate right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He took it out on Omar. Yes. <laughs> You know, I think I heard last week's episode where Omar said that if that where Ronaldo said if he could describe Omar in one word, he would say uh, a dreamer. Yeah. But I would say playful. Playful. See, you know, you're playing too much. You know how you have them friends and they just play too Too much much until it happens. Don't know when to stop. Yeah, they don't know when to stop. So he got caught because he played too much. That is is so true. So, Mariel explains to him, you know, it's different for different people. Like, the body rests until it cleanses itself of all the bad things you did when you were awake. And I was like, oh, because we kept asking, what is hibernation? What Why is do that? they hibernate? They so, we finally it? got an answer. And what defines as bad? Like, if you cheated on someone, would that be bad? Or obviously, killing is bad, but like, well, what would be bad? Right. Well, I. I don't know, you know. <laughs> what, I think it, you know, bad is like I think we all know bad is what bad is, you know. Yeah, I don't like know. murder, yeah. robbing someone, but like But I think that for these people, hibernation is their only weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, like every they every super hero has a weakness and for them it's hibernation and right. it's a, it's terrible i mean can you just imagine falling asleep and you can sleep for years yes. on end mm-hmm. and, and then you wake up you like and where you like where's my family right. everybody could be dead mm-hmm. i mean like you don't know nothing and and it happens so randomly like you could be having the best life <laughs> and it's like oh sleep <laughs> it's like let me sleep through it <laughs> that's horrible and that's what she tells him. She says, you know, the shortest amount I've seen was two months. But last time I hibernated, I was down for four years. <laughs> four years? She, and he freaking he out. Said, like, what, what did you do <laughs> to be asleep for four years, what mom? What did you do? <laughs> How old are you? Where, where, where was I when you were asleep? <laughs> right. That's what I want to know, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, so he's like, you know, how am I supposed to maintain on my own for that long? Like, I don't have no friends. I don't have nobody. Who can I run to? to? Who can I run to? 
baby. Poor She's baby. She's like, listen, just bury me. Bury me in water or the ground. Whatever, just bury just me. put me somewhere, all right? You know, I love that part because up until that part, uh, Marielle has been scolding him. Yeah. You know, and she's been the one that's almost like the, that's been the parent. And in that moment, he, the roles are reversed and now he's scolding her. And when you see the look on her face, she knows that she's like messed up. You know right, what I mean? Right. And he's standing over her pacing like, you know, yes. and, da, 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 and four years and what did you do? And all she could do is just sit there and take it. Right. And so, yeah, and that's the true. roles reverse. Yeah, the roles yeah. reverse in that moment. That's so true. Um, so, but then as she's telling him what to do to bury him, she's like, but remember, bury me with this. It's a trigger. So it's going to remind me who I am and who, I, you know, who I was before I went to sleep. So as long as I bury you with this, you'll still come and find me. It's my key. It's very valuable. There are people like us that steal these. They're called trackers. For what? And he, Kilo's like, why would somebody want like, this? Like, for why? Why would anybody want this? <laughs> what's what's <laughs> I going to do with this? <laughs> he was so confused. Because like, her trigger why? was a leaf, right? It was a sunflower. Yeah, it was a flower, oh, so, yeah. It's like, it what am I going to do with this? Why, 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 why would people want this? For what? <laughs> for what? Um, <laughs> so then, um, I think she tells him, like, her the her, the body was giving out a smell. Yeah. And, and somebody, that's how, like, trackers yeah. can track them. Yeah. Like they kill them, they kill the sleepers, and then they steal their triggers. And Kilo's just like, I gotta go. Right, I, I gotta I go. Know. This is too much of a process. <laughs> too much for, I, I really go. don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I just gotta go. He's like, and when you were you gonna be tell awake me this? when I get back? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you like, better come be back up in here and you sleep and see what happens. <laughs> He's like, when were you gonna tell me this? When you when you sleep? Like, right. When when was I supposed to know about his all mom, of this? His mom loves not telling him stuff in, until it blows up. Yeah, she's always like, I was gonna tell you. When? When? Because <laughs> that was too late. So then we go back to um, him and Omar. You know, he had um, saw Omar. But before he went to go meet Omar, um, he was, like, walking in the street. He stayed walking in the street. And yeah. um, Blake was, like, popping in and out playing the street. Playing Playing. Always playing. playing in the street. Nobody has time for these games. <laughs> so Kilo, like, senses someone's following him. So he just starts running. Like, he's like, I'm not with the shit. I'm out. <laughs> And then he, he sees Omar with these two girls, and Omar's trying to hook him up with one of the girls, talking about, oh, she a freak. You in there? Like, little boy, go read a book. Go read a book. What are you talking about? Yeah. So true. he starts teasing Keloid, because Keloid's like, I don't have time for this. Like, right. I got a lot on my mind. I gotta go. <laughs> First of all, he spoke about his mom, and he was, I was just like, that's a sensitive topic. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. do it. Don't. Yeah. Don't. And Keloid is still traumatized from killing Aisha. Yeah. So. Yes. Trauma- like, he's yeah. crying all the time. It's a lot on him. It's right a lot now. happening. So he's not trying to get hooked up with nobody. No, he got to figure out where he's going to bury his mom. He don't want no girls around him. Hey, Keep no, all the girls away from the me. last girl, okay? Right. <laughs> so then Omar starts teasing Kilo. He's like, oh, you, how cute. You're a virgin. But how did, all Kilo said was, I got to go. Oh, you a virgin? How, how maybe I just got to go. <laughs> maybe I, I have time go. to be sitting around in the park. That's what I'm saying. Play too much. Play too much. Too much. So Kilo got buck and was like, I got a girl. All right. <laughs> you don't know about my shorty. All right. <laughs> so Omar's like, show me the receipts. Right. Where is this girl Let that me you speak see. of? <laughs> you ain't say nothing about this girl before. <laughs> but then again, you just met me. So. Right. Right. 
so Keloid pulls out um his phone. He shows he shows a pic of Aisha. Oh shit! This bitch is cute. Don't call her that, man. What's her name? It's Aisha. What are you doing? Calling her. We'll see if she really a girl. Give her my phone. Chill, alright. But the nerve. How you gonna show a picture of the girl you killed talking about <laughs> yeah. this shit? That's some nerve. Can we talk right? about that? Can I we mean, talk about that? Though. How you trying to prove a point? <laughs> how you gonna pull out the picture of the dead girl talking about <laughs> this your girlfriend? But where's she at? This is your murder victim. Okay. What is wrong with you? His mom should have deleted all photos oh from his phone. God. You know, sometimes oh parents gosh. think they kids smarter than they actually are. You <laughs> right? Know? No, because mm -hmm. you're not smart. Because mm -hmm. once this, all right, I'm already planning for season two. Because mm. once Aisha picture come up on the news, Omar is gonna be like, "That's that picture Keloy showed me. <laughs> <laughs> That's that freaking girl. I That's Keloy's girl. <laughs> I know her." Talking about he killed her. I'm right. not surprised. He choked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. He violent. He violent, right. y'all. He, he violent. crazy, y'all. I'm not surprised. So Keloid is like he's he's big man. He like give my phone back. You know, big mad and omar got the nerve chill chill you got my phone like what do you mean chill and so they start fighting and we see a totally different side of keloid i don't oh, yeah. know who this guy was keloid this was the going real keloid. this is a real keloid this is a tracker it's a tracker in him. and at first the girls on the sidelines they were laughing being birds <laughs> why you gotta call them birds, they were birds. A little fresh little girl. Yes. <laughs> Go home. Um, and then they they saw it getting serious. So then that's when they try to stop it or mm -hmm. whatever. Then Keloid runs off into the sunset. Cause he looked like, damn, I almost killed another person. Another one. I can't yeah. have another yeah, one he on. He looked me. shocked. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, did I just do that? Right. Yeah. He didn't it was like an out of body experience. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He went hawk. <laughs> he went hawk. <laughs> went hawk. So uh, mind you, he left his phone. He was so shocked that what so he shocked. did almost did almost did almost killed boy. And he almost had uh, witnesses this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so he got to leave the scene. He got to. He got to flee. So this little little boy gonna pick Answering up his phone. Phones. Boy, and boy, where's your mom? Where is your mom <laughs> picking up strange items on the phone? And then tell my hello. <laughs> this Andrew. Who is <laughs> <laughs> little boy? I was so upset. So Aisha's mom had picked up. Like, who was this? Uh -huh. All she, she hears is commotion. Right, mm -hmm. that's it. Followed by, hello? <laughs> like, what is going on? What's happening right now? So, um, Keloid's walking, and the detective starts following him again. But Keloid's not with it. He's like, I got something for you. I got something for you. So he's doing a quick... <laughs> he pulled a Blake on Blake. Okay? <laughs> he pulled a Blake on Blake. <laughs> had him shook. And he's like, why are you following me? So then... That how, that's how the episode ends. No, not yet. No, not yet. So what <laughs> happens after that? So meanwhile, all that's happening, Keloid's mom, she's like packing slash prepping for her sleep. And, you know, she had rolls of money like she a drug dealer. Yes. I missed the scene. <laughs> and then she pulls out an old photo of her and Blake. Mm. Mm. And then she pulls out a ring. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hmm, were they married? Oh, What's happening there? Oh, yes, mm. yes, yes. Yes, yes, I do remember the photo. You know, it's interesting you say where they married. That's the first time I ever heard anybody because they looked like a get couple. To that conclusion, yeah, they did look like a couple mm -hmm. in that yeah. in that photo. Okay, okay. Episode seven. Go ahead.
So we open up with Keloid and the Detective Blake. He brings Keloid to some basement. Some basement. Right. Some basement. Keloid's following him because he brought him under Willingly. The, yes, under the pretense that he knows his father. So he's thinking... Um, well, his mother ain't telling him nothing. Right. He's so like, let me get you know, on this. Keloid, I'm going to slap you. Like, don't be following strangers, strangers anywhere. Into basements in NYC. What? Something. Just because he said, I know your dad. No, it don't go, it don't work like it that, honey. It don't work like that, Keloid. He don't know. He don't he's know. mad at his mom, so that's probably why he did yeah, it. He's just and desperate. he's like, his freaking mom is about to hibernate. Yeah. So he if he could some, find his something. dad, I guess. he's yes. desperate. Yes. Um. <clears throat> so Keloid is like, where he at, though? Because <laughs> ain't nobody in this basement. <laughs> so... <laughs> so the, Blake is like, you know why I'm a great detective? You know, I'm patient. I know they always come back to the scene of the crime. Oh, yeah, and I never knew your father. <laughs> that was a lie. Oh, by the way. By the way. You're a I don't know mess. who your daddy is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So he tells Keloid to just be patient, and he's like, for what? <laughs> Nobody know. So then he did something to Keloid's body, right? He couldn't move or something like that? Yeah, he warped him. Warped him. Yeah, that's warping. Mm-hmm. Happened. <laughs> in that scene <laughs> why'd you think he was standing there still like that i didn't even think i, I thought like, like, he about to fight him? I he was just scared I he guess. had said like what are you doing to me oh okay interesting yeah mm-hmm. okay okay yeah that was warping where warping. you like you can't move you're frozen yeah. i wrote whopping that makes sense but okay. what that's Wop. not that's, that's not, not it, it. Wop. thank you for that's a dance. <laughs> so meanwhile, okay. um, Aisha Mama, she's calling the detective on her daughter's case and is like, I got new information for the case. Like, <laughs> I broke the case. I broke the case. But this detective is like, ma'am, your child ran away. He's like, you Let still, it go. He's like, you still worry about your child? Like, he's just so heartless. Like, what? Like, do your job. <laughs> And it's been over two months. He was like, she ran help. away. She was like, I know my daughter. She did not run she away. Didn't run. She didn't run. This is a break in the case. Detective, my daughter is not a runaway. She's missing. Now, this is a break in the case, isn't it? I, I, the boy called. He called. My baby didn't run away. So she just like bump that. Like I'm gonna go find this person yeah. myself. Yes, I'm she not letting Madis. nothing go. Put well, what a mother would it? I mean, what a mother would it turn over helping the earth to find a child? Yes, like mm. I'm not sleeping until I find out what happened to my daughter. Especially since she talked to Andre. Andre dropped the. Dime. Andre says she's here. <laughs> <laughs> so then back to um Keloid. Back to the basement. Back to the basement. <laughs> The bachelor party in the basement. <laughs> the bachelor. Blake is like, you know, I know you probably got a ton of questions. And then out of nowhere, his mom appears. Yeah. She, she knows. She came she, to the rescue. She knows. What's up? Mm-hmm. So then she's like, I thought I killed you. He's like, no, girl. I'm still breathing. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> then she punches him in the face. And he's like, oh, that's the woman I remember. Violent, crazy. <laughs> Meanwhile, bleeding from the lips. Right? right, right. And then pulls out a gun, talking about she crazy, but you with, with the gun. Yeah, she's like, oh, you a punk. Like, you know, fight with your hands. What's mm-hmm. up? Then he takes handcuffs and he like handcuffs himself to Keloid. Why? I don't know. 
Okay. He said, "Today we finish. We gonna finish what we started years ago." I'm like, "What is he talking about?" Yeah, and she tries to stop him. He kicks her down, mm-hmm. and she weak, so she couldn't fight. Of course not. So he was like, "How much does he know about you?" Like, right. you know this guy? Yes. And again, I was going to tell you. <laughs> she loved to say that. She was like, "He's a tracker." And then Blake looked offended, like, "Bitch, you too." <laughs> say i'm a track tracker you the same thing as me <laughs> she's trying it right now she is she is um, but she's reformed i guess if you say so. <laughs> she's reformed that was she a long, that was the old mario true. people could change that's people true. could that's change true. people could change but at least you can say i used to be yeah but she mm-hmm. never said anything to herself no yeah that <laughs> even was when she problem. Talk, told him everything about it first introduced him about track and she could have said you know I used to be about that life <laughs> she could have she could have said yeah, that she she I, used, said I used that. to do that but I don't do that anymore and you shouldn't do that ever right <laughs> yep, yep, yep. that's what she should have said could have been a teaching moment yep. but no it's very Not true married. I'm sure she would do it differently if yeah, she could of course, no. if of she course. could she can't <laughs> but she can't she on the floor looking distraught yes <laughs> and weak mm-hmm. um so she keeps so while all this happens, she tells Keloy to think about Aisha. Like she keeps telling him to think about what happened with Aisha. Mm-hmm. And we go back to the memory of him and Aisha. He was feeling really sick and warm. I mean, he and... was like holding himself like he's some kind of victim. He was like, was... If he don't stop doing that, <laughs> it was very, very he was vulnerable. Like, don't look at me. <laughs> I think that, um, and I didn't even direct him to do that. He just did that naturally. <laughs> he, he did that naturally. He was like, like, I as mean, if he had breasts. Real smooth or something like that. I think that David was insecure about, like, his chest in front, of, in front of the actress. And okay. so I think he was just trying to cover it up. Oh, poor baby. Uh-huh. When my friend saw the show, she was like, I hope they over 18. <laughs> episode one with Aisha talking about in her underwear. I'm like, girl, mm. how old is this girl? I was like, yeah, the actors are over 18. They're like, good, because you might be in trouble. <laughs> so, um, we go back to the basement, mm-hmm. and Blake is like, oh, but that's not all. She she ain't even your real mother. He said, I know about you. <laughs> he said, she ain't telling you he everything. So you over here calling this woman mom? That's not your mother? Not- that woman right there, the one you keep calling mom? She's not your mother. She tracked your mother and she killed her. That's a lie. Oh, never trust a cunt. Take it from me. <laughs> I was a tracker. He was my partner. I was your lover. I didn't expect that. Wow. Me either. He, I did not she's like, shut that. your mouth over there. You right. hush. <laughs> he said she tracked and killed your real mother. Wow. I was like, what? Oh. She like, you was there. <laughs> heartbreak yes yes all this drama between these two i was just so weak much drama. the entire time so she so it turns out they were lovers mm-hmm. um you know bonnie and clyde it's the know. way he said it though mm-hmm. he was like i was your lover <laughs> <laughs> i was your lover <laughs> that is true <laughs> so she's like uh, telling keyword by him like he wanted to kill both of you but i was like nah 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 chill mm-hmm so like when I saw you, that's the first time I fell in love. He's, I knew you never loved me. Yeah. <laughs> I said, boy, I said, it's not about you right now. That's she didn't even sir. address him. <laughs> she just kept it. Why are you so salty? It's not about it's you. It's not about you right now. I knew. I knew you didn't love me. 
What? That's not why we're here today, sir. That's at not all. why we're at here. All. Well, actually, that is. That is. Because he was scorned. Yeah, he wants revenge. Yeah, yeah. he wants his revenge. I mean, like, a lover scorned. Yeah, it's mm. not. It's recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then she admits that she took his real mother's trigger. So then she said, like, it's now or never. Remember what happened with Keisha. Like, it, it, you barbecued her ass. Aisha. You barbecued her. Remember that. So... Kilo is like, what happens when you wake up without a trigger? Without a trigger, you don't come back as yourself. You come back. But you certainly won't remember anything or anyone. So um, Kilo takes this opportunity to, to like fry Blake and he killed him. Cause we got a memory of what happened. With, what happened with Aisha? We yeah, saw that she just touched him and <laughs> burnt mm. barbecue. Cause Keloid's power of electricity emerged in that moment. She was yeah. in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh yeah, true. Cause that she day been in school. when she called him, mm-hmm. it was like coming. Mm-hmm. It was like developing. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It was, and then I think that he just called Blake by surprise. Yeah, with it. Also, oh, he, yeah, so he did it yeah. on purpose. Yeah, he did it yeah. on purpose. Because oh. that's why the mother said, "Keep think, think about, about what I, you did. Do yeah, that right exactly. now." Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he like teleports out of the cuffs, and Blake is just like laying on the floor, dead, and... sizzling, sizzling. We use special effects for the sizzle. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Keloid crying again. <laughs> He's going through a lot. Stop with the crying. <laughs> why can't the boy cry? Why can't the boy cry? It's just uh... he got to bury his mom. He just killed two. The second person almost killed his one friend. He I need him to stay strong. <laughs> he do. Um, yeah, his mom said, like, I'll, I'll take you to go see your real mother. Right. Oh, now you want to take me. Oh, you're going to take me to see my father. You remembered who my so, real mother is. Great. So she never could take him <laughs> to his father because he never knew his father? She never knew his father. So she's been lying to him his whole life. But mm. I thought he knew his father because he, he would said, talk like. I want to see my dad. He's romanticized it. You know how kids, like, oh. you know, in his mind, his father's like this great general or something. Oh. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, if my dad was here, he would be nothing right. like you. You know, so he's wow. romanticized this idea of his, of dad, his dad, you know, because oh. his mother, he's just like, you not telling me nothing. Yeah, she like, said he's hibernating. Paranoid. Right. Like, you, like, what? I need my dad. You yeah. Know? Okay. Wow, wow, wow. That, that makes, makes so much sense. sense. That okay. makes sense. So they're on the train and he has no clue about what life is about right now. He don't know who he is, who nothing. this woman next to him is. Right. Like, who this, this lady? <laughs> who's this woman? I don't know her. So the mom... Mario, um, she's trying. Right, to cons- we can't even we call, him call him mom. Mario. <laughs> so she's trying to console him. He's like, I don't know why you're even talking to me, yeah. touching me. Like, who? No, who are you? Who she are says you? like the reason why your name's Kilo is because your mom told me to name you that before she died. Yeah, so I kept my before promise. she slept. Before she slept. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Before I stole her trigger. Before I stole her and you, <laughs> she told me, um, make sure his name is Keloid. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. I said, all right, no problem. <laughs> Go to sleep. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Um, so Keloid's like, all right, cool. So where's where she, she at? at? Where's she at? Then yeah. Mario down for the count. <laughs> she said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right now, right now, 
Tessie's saying, like, right where's she at? She's like, ooh, I'm tired. Oh, right. <laughs> now you're tired. Now you're tired, Mom. Now you want to be hibernating. Okay. All right, Mariel. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I'll say is his dad, this is a little secret. His dad is awake. Exclusive. Exclusive. His dad is awake ooh. and is looking for him. Okay. Oh, beautiful. That oh. is good. All and right. They are going to cross paths. That's lovely. The question is, will they realize? But that last scene was very heartbreaking to me. Yeah, because he's like trying to wake her up, looking around like, does anybody else see this right? woman falling like, asleep? <laughs> yeah. And he cries again. You know, first of all, can I say that a passenger on the subway came up to us and was like, is she all right? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. And we were like, Mister, they didn't see? do you not see this big ass camera right. and this boom microphone? <laughs> <laughs> Please go and sit back down. You're messing up my shot right now. <laughs> concerned, but, concerned. I mean, in that scene, my heart was breaking for both of them. Yeah. Because Marielle did the best job she could by Keloid, you know, under those circumstances. She found him and she, he would have died without her. Right. She raised him okay. and she obviously raised him to be a good kid. You know what I mean? He's not like a hoodlum out here in the street. Yeah, no. And she changed and really became a better person as a result of him. True. And then Keloy, on the other hand, this woman has been that he thought was his mom has been lying to him his whole life. And I know. it's like, who are you? I don't even yeah. know who you are. So it's like heartbreaking for both of them. Yeah. yeah. And then to see her sleep, it's like, although I'm mad at you, I still need you. Yeah. yeah. You're my mom. You're my mom. Yeah. And he, that's why he's like, like what mom, am I going to do? Mom, mom. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. It yeah. was. That was a lot. That it's was so lot. sad. Like that scene almost brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. Almost. It's almost my favorite. Yeah. It's my, fu- it's my favorite scene of the whole, that's I'm like, scene. oh my God. Now, I'm just worried for him now. Yeah. Like, what's he going to do? It's true. Like what, what kind of person is he going to turn yeah. out to be? Is he going to use it? Cause time? he's been a little sheltered. Yeah. He really don't know very much. But what's going on? That was my thing with the mom. Like she knew all this stuff was going to happen. She should have prepared him for it. She really should have gave him all the steps and all everything. So he wouldn't just be out in the open like this. Yeah. Let's get to true. the QCCs. Cause okay. that's so, uh-huh. Question. What is this? Questions and concerns? Questions, questions. comments, and concerns. Okay. QCC. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So continue your point. Yeah, she should have. And I, <laughs> I remember what. <laughs> like, what was I talking what about? Was I no, she should have prepared him. Yes. And I think that she. Maybe, you know, it's the type of thing where you know that there's something that you got to deal with. Mm -hmm. Like she always was going to be honest with him and she just was avoiding it. You know, last minute. Too much. It's so frustrating that she did that. Yeah. It's like, if you knew you were about to go to sleep, you should have left New York. Mm -hmm. If you knew this dad was not around, you don't even know who this dad is. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not really preparing this kid. Mm -hmm. She wasn't really thinking properly, I think. In that moment, number one, she's like her body's physically shutting down yeah. the whole time. And then number two, it's like um, she's just in a situation where she's kind of panicked herself. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell. Yeah, she really don't know what she wants to do. What's her next move? That's what I, it seems like. I think Mariel is like really, that's what makes her such a great character. She has, she's so layered. Yeah. Like I love Mariel. And when people watch the show, they were like, oh, I'm team Mariel all yeah. the way. Like, and some people were like, nah, I'm team Keloid. Yeah, you know? I'm team, I'm team Keloid. Keloid. Yeah. And so I think that my heart breaks for like both of them. Yeah. yeah. 
Because I feel like as she was telling him, she was so, you know, hell-bent on, okay, this is, you know, teleportation to the next stage. Yeah. She should have said, oh, oh yeah, hibernation <laughs> is something that happens. Also, there's a tracker around. There's a tracker. <laughs> May, maybe track me, I, I, I don't know. I used to be a tracker. Yeah. Just, she should have done She should have. Yeah. She should have. And then her worst fears were realized because he found out about it in a yeah. way yeah. that was like the worst way for her to, for right. him to find out about it. Yeah. I think she always held back from telling him because she knows she was full of shit mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. And he, he would look at her differently. Like, Not yeah. to mention she took his mom's trigger. Yeah. That was like really That's bad. Crazy. You stole him from someone. Yeah. She stole him. So, that, and speaking of the mom, so she is sleeping. Mm-hmm. But Maria was like, oh, you could probably give her her trigger before she wakes up. So she's been sleeping for 16, 17 Potentially. years. We don't know so if she's she, still. Oh, we don't she's, know. If she's still sleeping or not. Okay. Because oh. I was going to say, if she's been sleeping for 17 years, what did she do? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> been yeah. down for that long. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. She might be. She might not. We don't know. So we don't really mm. know. Um. Yeah. QCCs? Yeah. Yeah. Um. My first is, how is Keloy going to get his mom off that train and hide her somewhere without anyone seeing him? You know, when we come back, yes. when we come back in season two, I know everybody's going to want to know that. But I, I don't think that we're even going to show that. Okay. I think we're going to see like Just his life it. in progress. Okay. In progress. I mean, he could, of course, jump with her. You True. Know? And so that would be easy. I mean, as opposed to like dragging her body, yeah, like up the subway steps, like she just had too much to drink, yeah, you know. Um, But I think when when we're writing season two right now, we'll probably start it where we see him dealing with just being by himself, right? At this point. He gotta get a job. <laughs> he gotta find some money from Will somewhere. Will he go back to school? Is right. he gonna start become a thief? Like, what right. is he gonna do? Is he gonna you become know? a tracker? Yeah. I, I mean, his mom did leave money. Oh, but she, how she long had, is like, it gonna last? <laughs> right. You know? Because we don't know how long. Rent is expensive in New York City. Talk about it. That's a question we had last. How did they find an apartment <laughs> like, like that? <laughs> they just came, okay, we're gonna live here. We're gonna live right here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe okay, it's all that money she had. Maybe. Right. And the trackers, my question is, what do they gain from mm, stealing triggers, triggers and yeah. killing That's people? That's a good question. I can't tell y'all. Okay. Uh, what exactly is a trigger? So a trigger, a, a trigger is that thing that when you wake up, it's a symbol that allows, that like almost, it's almost like jumper cables for your car. Okay. You know, so you remember exactly mm-hmm. the circumstances. And the way something becomes your trigger, I'll tell you that, okay. which you know, I probably shouldn't because we'll see it. But it's the last, like the first time you ever hibernate in your life, it's a very, very traumatic experience. Okay. And just physically, mentally, and it's that last thing you touch before you, before you sleep. That becomes your trigger. Okay. That rings. So. (laughs) It's the last you like the look at that. Look at y'all faces. Y'all like, <laughs> like oh, let me process that for a second. Okay. Ugh, I don't know about that. So then you don't choose your trigger like, oh, this is going to be my trigger. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh. So how do people know to bury it, bury Mar- it with it? Well, afterwards, like when you wake up, you know, and all this kind of stuff, that that becomes your special thing. Oh, you, know? you keep with you. Yeah, your whole life. Gotcha. And everyone, first of all, what are these people called? I don't know what they're called. I haven't decided that yet. Okay. Okay. So everyone that has these powers, Mm -hmm. 
at some point will go to sleep. Yeah, what if you're like a really good person? No, it's never yeah. anything bad. At some point, everybody will. Okay. At some point, everybody. Nobody's like totally like an angel. Right. Oh, so Keela's going to be out for a minute. <laughs> Kill <gonna> somebody. <laughs> How many years? How many years does murder get you? But he didn't actually murder the girl. She just was killed. So the whole time, what did y'all think happened to her? I thought like um, I thought they had sex. Yeah, thought she had. had, I thought they had sex, and Uh then like he don't know how to use his power, so it just kind of like when he got so excited, so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And so, were you surprised? Oh yeah, that she just yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it was like. Well, she was, was almost taking care of him, right? Uh-huh. And she just got caught. Yeah, because uh-huh. we did wonder like um, how she had her clothes on. So mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that she did. But then he, he just said like, I I um burned somebody with my penis. Yeah. So I'm like, I thought they were having sex in the moment. Being a dramatic teenager, <laughs> you know, teenagers are dramatic. You know, Kilo is dramatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the, he's he such is. a good actor. He's such a no, natural. He is. He's such a natural. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this was his first role. Really? Wow. Yes. No, he played he, it perfectly. He plays it really perfect well. Perfect for that role. Yeah. Like, that's that's the role. thing. Casting is so important. You know, like you just gotta really if you cast well, then it just makes everything so much easier. Yeah. Like he was a shy little kid when he came into the, you know, audition room. Mm-hmm. And he was so polite and mannerable. And I was like, okay. Got naturally <laughs> he's he's exactly what we're looking for yeah. naturally and so and he but he's ambitious also and he's like a hard worker yeah we're like okay this yeah. is the kid he's really good uh-huh. yeah. um how why did you name him keloy that's something you gotta wait really yeah. really yeah. okay we're gonna hear that okay. too okay okay Y'all asking for all the seeds. We yeah. want the tea. That's yeah. the yeah. podcast. We give you the tea on yeah. the website. Y'all want the all the good stuff. Okay, I won't tell you that. Okay, one. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. But it does relate. I'll say this. I'm probably saying too much. It does relate to an ancient language. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Google Interesting. real quick. <laughs> uh-huh. <Keloid language>. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does keloid mean? Right. Uh-huh. And- <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm interested to learn more about Mariel's life before mm-hmm. she went to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Before she met Keloy. I mean, yeah. before she encountered Keloy. Yeah, because remember he had asked her, like, when did you know that, you know, these powers were, like, meant for you? And she was like, when I met you. Yeah. And that's You've been really... killing this entire time? Because <laughs> the thing about it had no it purpose. Is, she was being, like, a lot of times when you lie, you mix the lie with the truth. You know, but she was being very truthful in that... The moment I met you is when I realized that this was my purpose in, in life. So when she met him, she when she encountered him as a little baby, she really did realize and have a change in a conscience in that moment. It was like, no, we can't kill this kid. And then right. her whole life became taking care of him. And she equates that to her purpose in life. Mm-hmm. You know that I have these abilities because I was meant to find you. And I was meant to care for you and, and make sure and protect you. You know, and that's what she believes. Okay. And how did she become a tra- like? How do you become a tracker? Like, what and makes so, you so just her father? Her father was a tracker, um. and her and she when when she met Blake, Blake was new to the U.S. He literally was just like he wasn't a tracker, and she taught Blake how to track. But they always had, like, such a tumultuous relationship, always, like, physical fights. Okay. Because she just didn't know how to, you know, process emotions, Mary Oak, because she was raised by her dad. She, mm-hmm. Her mother 
hibernated when she was very young and her father was just like a real bastard okay. you know and so and her father actually tried to kill her really yeah wow. but she but was she just said her and her father didn't talk much <clears throat> no yeah. they didn't she was just like you know he was she just was his like little tag along okay but um so she just became like this like real tough kind of no emotions can't doesn't she doesn't know how to process her emotions kind of person so when she met blake blake fell in love with her but she didn't fall in love with him Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and so that's why blake is so hurt because he's like first of all how you gonna say i was a tracker when you taught me how to track right you know and second of all you know i thought we had something you know, something special. And, I thought and, I was something to until you. <laughs> you tried to until you left me for dead. You right. know, yeah. And so, Mariel had a really tough life. That's why I feel really like um, bad for her in that moment because she did turn it around with Keloy, yeah. and she made her whole life about him mm-hmm. and about protecting him. So she did the best that she really could for him. Yeah, that's true. Is he gonna learn more powers? Like, will mm-hmm. he be able to do like the warging or the thing that she he's did to be, him? Yeah, he's gonna be able to do more stuff down the line. Oh, gonna teach him that. <laughs> I know, <You're> right? Like... <laughs> oh my god, teach right. him that. Wait more, and uh-huh. more um adventures for him. Okay. More, a lot, of, a lot more learning lessons. He's still a kid. He's only like what, like seventeen years old, yeah. you know? So he still has a long way to go mm-hmm. before he steps into his purpose. True. Uh huh. Um, and the detective, Detective Blake was like, oh, um, the person always come back to the crime scene. He's talking about Mario killing him. Uh huh. That was he killed. She killed him in New York. Uh huh. Like okay. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh huh. That he said, and, she, and that's why he stayed put because he always believed she was gonna come back to New York. Okay, and it really is coincidence that Keloid winds up in his, um, in his interrogation room. Yeah, but when, oh, it's coincidence. Yes, okay. it is. But when Keloid starts, when Mariel starts talking for Keloid, he recognizes that voice. Oh, because he heard everything. He didn't hear her voice, but he re- he hears Keloid's voice. He's Keloid is the one that was saying it. Yeah, but he recognized. You know how you just can hear yeah exactly he he recognized her and when keloid is like she's standing outside then blake is like that's some mariel shit right there you know (laughs) she would be outside (laughs) twisting your words right now you know Mm -hmm. that's some mary so he recognizes in that moment like what's up okay mariel messed herself up she shouldn't have told she don't if she don't really know that his father was in new york why even lead yourself back to New York knowing you have yeah. that past there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't but she sense. thought he was dead. She oh, thought Blake true. was dead. Yeah, that is but she but the minute know. she knew her body was breaking down, she should have been like, we out. But Blake <laughs> is the one who told her on the train. You yeah. know what I mean? And then things started happening really fast after that. So she just thought she was just sick. She didn't yeah, realize. Yeah, because she said, yeah. I forgot New York makes me sick. Girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Because she's a single mother of a, yeah. you know, teenage boy that's stressing her the hell out. <laughs> you know, with his emotional issues. So much. Uh-huh. His drama. Going to the police station. You know. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm. All right. It's like really, um, this has been so much fun. Yeah. It's this like. This a good show. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you so much. It's, it's really like, it, it's like a really, cr- and Mariel, my mom's name was Mary. Okay. And that's why I called her Mario because Mario has a lot of my mom in her. Mm-hmm. Like, she, my mom had like seven, eight kids. She didn't take no shit. Strong black woman. One, no it. kids hanging out of her house. That's None a that. line straight out of my mother's mouth. Why are these kids in my house? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
you I gotta see around corners that you can't see around for yourself. Mm-hmm. My mother is overprotective, but she really loved us and she protected us. Yeah. You know, and a lot of Marielle, a lot of my mom is in Marielle. Okay. And Keloid, the fact that he's so sheltered, that's the same way we were. We were very sheltered as mm-hmm. kids, you know? Mm. To the point where when we went to college, it was just like, what is this freedom? What is this? You know? <laughs> what do we do with this? Yeah, what do we do with this? And so I really have been enjoying the relationship, their relationship. And that's why I think what makes the show so great. It's really not about the powers. And you guys could tell me, is it about the powers or is it about the relationship? The relationship, yeah. Yeah, it's about the relationships. And yeah. even with Marielle and Blake, you know, True. and you see that relationship and it's like, oh, oh my goodness, yes. Yes. you know, and he's There's so drama. Yeah. If you don't sit down, go yeah. find yourself another woman. Right. Okay. Get over it. Okay. <laughs> it's been like 17 years. Yes. Get over it. So I can't wait to share season two. I really, um, I'm looking forward to taking this to a larger audience, mm-hmm. like uh, television. Oh, yeah. We're working on, you know, that sh- we're working on putting together the package, you know, okay. to actually shop it around to networks. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited yes. for you. I can't wait. I really can't. And wait. it's great to have such great fans of the show. Yes. yes. Can you share any? Share your social. Share everything. Anything you want people to know about you? Yeah, sure. So any upcoming projects. Absolutely. All that, where they can find you and whatnot. So if you haven't seen the show and you want to see the show, go to www.keloid.tv, and that'll pull up all seven episodes um that's k-e-l-o-i-d keloid.tv so you can see the whole season um and there's also behind the scenes there's interviews with the cast and the crew um a lot of good stuff is up there but if you're interested in you know learning more about production interested in maybe creating your own show or even being involved behind the scenes or in front of the camera, go to www.blacktvfilmcollective.org. And we have 1,200 members here in New York City, and we work together. We share knowledge. We do a lot of relationship-building events, and we're always making work. And so we would love it if you joined our community. Better join. Awesome. Better, I'm going to join. Better join. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much. Maria. Yeah, you, you got it. You got Maria. it. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thanks for recapping with us. Yeah. This, this was, was a awesome. lot of fun. This yeah. So much fun. I, yeah, we so really so love this question. Yeah. We had a lot of questions. Yeah. I wish I had come for every time y'all did a <laughs> recap because that would have been so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? What is that? Like, yeah, all of our questions were answered right now. Uh-huh. So yeah. thank you. Thank You're you. You're so welcome. Yes. <laughs> So we look forward to season two. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.